Hello and welcome to Duffy's Tavern from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. We take you now to Duffy's Tavern starring Archie himself, Ed Gardner. Hello, Duffy's Tavern. Where do you late me see Archie the manager speaking? Duffy ain't here. Oh, hello, Duffy, old teen, old pal. Well, I'm happy tonight, huh? Got <laughs> a package for you, Miss Ox. Oh, let's see. Hey, hey, Duffy, somebody just sent me a potted plant for a present. Let's see, and it costs us to Archie from an, an ardent admirer. Well, that could be any one of 10,000 names. <laughs> uh, I'll call you back, Duffy. Let me see that card again, Eddie. Yeah, the handwriting is female, all right. Uh, could it be from your girlfriend, Mildred uh, Deconiac? No. All right, she wouldn't have sent it. Mildred and me had a falling out, you know, kind of a lover's quarrel. Lover's quarrel, huh? Yeah, she got mad at me because I resented her getting married. <laughs> uh, you, you, you suppose it could have been that Bertha Kowalski? Uh, Bertha Kowalski Dimitri? Yeah. Big Bertha, you mean? <laughs> That's right. Uh, the one that there was that question about. About whether she was a woman or a horse? <laughs> no, I never believed that, Eddie. It was just one of them ugly rumors, you know? Of course, there was that one time when she went out to buy a pair of shoes and they caught her sneaking into the flaxman shop. But... <laughs> nah, I'm sure the dame was human. Uh, well, you think maybe she sent you the plant? Nah, nah. She forgot about me as soon as she started running around with that trainer from Santa Anita. <laughs> Guy had a lot of sugar, you know. <laughs> hey, wait a minute. You remember me telling you about a dame that picked me up at the Excelsior Ballroom the other night? Peaches Pepnik? <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, when we were saying goodnight, she forced her phone number into me hand. And give me that phone, Eddie. Bet you she sent me a plan. Hello? Hello, is Peaches Pepnik there? Oh. Oh, hello, Mr. Pepnik. Uh, let me talk to your daughter, please. She ain't your daughter. She's your... Uh, I'm calling for one of them radio surveys, sir. And what program are you... <laughs> well, thank you, sir. Goodbye. <laughs> Listen to John's other suspects. <laughs> Don't be so smart, Eddie. Well, we'll find out who sent the plant later. In the meantime, uh, leave us take care of it, huh? And nature it. Now, the first thing a plant needs is fresh air. Open the window, Eddie. I hate to do it. Why? Well, you know as well as I do. Any fresh air that comes in here is committing suicide. <laughs> Now, don't argue, Eddie. Open the window. Well, there was no harm to inhale a little fresh aqua pure and eat it. Okay. Now, Eddie, let's take a deep... <coughs> Eddie, close it. Okay. <coughs> Boy, that stuff is strong. <laughs> yeah, it might be too strong for a young plant like that. It's liable to catch cold in its little tendrils. Maybe if we, uh, if we just let the little sunlight hit it. The sunlight? No, you can't let that stuff in here, neither. You know our customers, they put on dark glasses when the pinball machine lights up. 
taken a fatherly interest in this plant. Well, I can't help it, Eddie. It's the call of nature. You know something about me? What? Well, on the surface, you look at me and you say, there's a typical sophisticated man about town. I don't. <laughs> Others do. But deep down underneath, believe me, I'm a man of the soil. Maybe it don't show on the surface. It shows. <laughs> well, thank you. I hark to the farmyard, to the cackle of the hen, to the bleat of the heifer, to the good earth and its dragon seed. <laughs> you got plenty of good earth around here? Yeah, but where, Eddie? On the top of the bar. On the top of the table. Just topsoil. <laughs> I'm talking about the real thing. To get away from it all and go out and commute with nature in the roar. Don't you think you should at least wear a pair of overalls? Eddie, please. Yeah, I guess I'm a bumpkin at heart, Eddie. Even when I was a kid, I was in love with nature in all her various shapes. Of course, as I grew older, the shapes I was in love with became more various. <laughs> I always remember as a kid, as a barefooty boy, you know, I'd sit in my backyard for hours watching the sun sink slowly to rest behind me father's underwear. <laughs> hanging on a wash line, you know. On clear nights, I'd gaze up towards the sky and count the thousands of twinkling little lights on Chin Lee's chop suey sign. Yeah, my little heart filled with the wonder out of it all. And your little nose filled with new mold carbon monoxide. <laughs> In fact, one of the happiest moments of my life was when I became a member of the 3rd Avenue Woodcraft Cadets. 3rd Avenue Woodcraft Cadets? Yeah, that was a group that couldn't pass the physical to get into the Boy Scouts. <laughs> Them was the days. We used to go tramping in the woods, hunting and fishing. Every Sunday morning, our leader would gather us all together and say, Well, that's, it's time for our tramp. <laughs> well, Finnegan, I was telling Eddie here about the Third Avenue Woodcraft Cadets. Finnegan here was a member. Right, Finnegan? Right. I think of the cadets every spring when I get me head shaved. Uh, how come? Well, Arch, it still shows where you carved the emblem in me head. Yeah, well, I'm sorry about that, Finnegan, but I, I still swear I thought it was a rock. Well, serves me right for being such a sound sleeper. Boy, what days. Remember the signals, Finnegan? Oh, like a ton of bricks. Quick, name your troop and give the high sign. Well, look at Ducha, hip hooray, hail, what's that, cadet? Right, fish patrol, fish patrol, splash, splash, splash. Name your patrol and give the high sign. Indian patrol. I bet you forgot the laws in the handbook, though. Quick, who is brave and who is fearless? I would crack a death. Who helps old ladies across the street? I would crack a death. Who is happy and gay, come no matter what? I would crack a death. Who should have stood in bed? Eddie Green. Oh. <laughs> it may sound silly now, Mr. Green, but believe me, it's great fun when you're childish. Finnegan? Remember the time we combined with the campfire girls and went for a hike? Well, must have been about 20 of us guys to about 30 dames. Yeah, and one box of sandwiches. Yeah, that's right. Some Jake wanted to eat. <laughs> what do you mean, Judge? I was hungry. Days. And it was a great education, too. You know, Eddie, we learned all about flowers and plants and gardening. Believe me, if it hadn't been for the cadets, I wouldn't know a chrysanthemum from a roll of doldrums. <laughs> well, uh, what do you 
is the difference, Mr. Burbank? Well, Eddie Chrysanthemum, or at its uh, technically known, the Hypernicus mandamus, uh, has longer pistols shooting from its fungus. While, on the other hand, the roll de Dobrum uh, is more like the Petunia, or Evictus Nox Vomicus. See, the stem is closer to the roots, and the uh, pollen is more gregarious. Uh, oh, answer that, Eddie, will you? Hello, Dr. Savin, where the floor meets the fauna. Head of the greenhouse, speaking. What? Oh, just a second, Mr. Archer. Your nurse in the hospital. Me nice. Hello? Huh? Cosmic tonsils? Well, you should know better than I do. You got them over there. Uh, did I get what? Oh, I've been combing me brains to figure out who sent me that plant. Well, that was very sweet of you, Miss McGillicuddy. Thank you very much. Okay. Holy cat, Eddie. I called that nice every name in a book, stuck pins in a hot water bottle, told her how ugly she was, threatened to have her fired, and here she sent me a lovely potted plant. What is it with me? <laughs> Must be that personal magnetism of yours. I guess so. wonder what kind of a plant it is. Let's see. It looks a little like the biannual uh, night-blooming eucalyptus. <laughs> Yeah, I think it is. You can tell by the way the moss grows on the north or lee side of the pot. See, uh, that helps make it grow straight up. Thank you. 
Well, very few would be enough. <laughs> Think it over, wise guy. Hmm. Uh, uh, I Oh, uh, have you got the art cleaned up yet? Uh, half of it. What about the other half? Well, uh, I'll take more time. That's where I put the stuff I cleaned up from the first half. <laughs> uh, well, uh, maybe you better go back and try it left-handed. Maybe it'll come out even. Oh, okay. okay. Hello, Archie. How's it the boy? Well, Colucci, how are you? Oh, honky donkey. Hey, what's the other plans you got there? Well, oh, it'd be nice answer to me, Colucci. Uh-huh. What, uh, what the kind of plant is that? I think it's a eucalyptus. No. That's another microlyptus. What? That's a eucalyptus. That's a joke, Bambina. That's a joke. <laughs> well, I'm glad to see you anyway. Uh, tell me, how's the Sonora and all the little seniorities? Uh... Well, the, the old lady, she's going to have another Bambina. That's <laughs> How many bambinos you got now, Colucci? Well, let me see. There's Teresa, Maria, Antonette, Carmelita, Lucia, Salomina, Grazia, Lucrezia. Uh, Colucci, it's getting late. Just give me a rough estimate. <laughs> well, let me see. I think there's about the 14 girls. 14? <laughs> Even for a vegetable, man, that's a lot of tomatoes. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Now, what's the proposition you want to talk to me about? Oh, the proposition, yeah. Colucci, tell me. Have you got 50 bucks? Mm-hmm. Very good. Goodbye. <laughs> Just a second, Colucci. At least listen to the proposition, will you? Okay. I listen, but my pocketbook, she's a dead. All right. It's very simple, you see. I happen to be an expert on raising vegetables, and I need a little cash for modern machinery. Electric caterpillars and uh, uh, automatic silos and things like that. Now, you're a vegetable man. Just a minute, just a minute. What kind of stuff are you going to raise? Well, uh, what do you make the most profit on? Well, uh, grapefruit, uh, pineapple, oranges. Just what I was thinking of raising. <laughs> oranges. <laughs> Coach, how would you like to be the first guy to sell an orange that is both seedless and skinless? <laughs> With a built-in rind. <laughs> and no navel. That's wonderful. Now, how you make the orange grow like this, eh? I grabbed them from an eggplant. <laughs> More than that, I can't touch.
Mister. Uh, this is Archie, the manager of Tuffy's Tavern. Uh, tell me, uh, what do you get for one of your tractors? Uh-huh. How much for a half tractor? <laughs> Quarter tractor? What have you got in a wheelbarrow? <laughs> Hello? Somebody ought to tell them guys that the war is over. Cavalry has discharged a lot of horses that are now looking for jobs. Let's see, what else there is for me to check up uh, on? My yard. Oh, uh, yeah, Finnegan, did you clean up the other half of the yard? Uh, no, I, I ran into a little trouble. You see, I took the stuff from the first half and put it back on the second half. Yeah, I know. Well, then I took the stuff from the second half and put it back on the first half. Well, Finnegan, in that case, you got all of the junk back the way it was. Oh, I thought it looked familiar. And again, sometimes I think your mother would have been better off if you had delivered the store. <laughs> I'll get back there. Get that Finnegan and try it again. Okay, I'll get Hey, which back is that? I'll. Well. <laughs> well, Colucci, uh, did you take a look at the backyard? Yes. Uh, did you raise all this junk by yourself? Oh, I'm afraid you lack imagination. Now, come into the window a minute. Now, I'll tell you how I got it planned. You see that uh, pile of ashes out there? Mm-hmm. Well, between them ashes and that rubber boot will be the uh, pinopla grove. Now, you see Mrs. Duffy's old corset there? Well, between that and that rusty carburetor will be nothing but avocados. <laughs> Over there, where that bottle tea fender and the horsehair sofa are heaped against the no-dumping sign next to the busted coffee grinder will be, guess what? What? A new vegetable, named after me. The string of beans? <laughs> no, Colucci, not the string bean. The archie <laughs> Now, tell me, what do you think of the whole idea? I can tell you in two words. Archie-choke. Now, wait a second, Colucci. Oh, hey, I got a surprise for you. A surprise? Yeah, you thought that underneath that junk was nothing but a lot of dice. Well? You're in luck. The whole thing is cement. <laughs> Looks like the man is blowing his top, so I'll... Cement. That's what I want to hear. Goodbye, Archie. Hmm. Well, I guess that ends that. I guess I got to start all over again. Eddie, hand me that potted eucalyptus plant. Not me. No, I ain't touching that plant. Why not? Well, I had a hunch about that plant, so I looked it up. You know what that eucalyptus turned out to be? What? Only toxic on Benzon In other words, poison ivy. <laughs> Don't be silly. That night was nuts about me. Besides, I know poison ivy when I see it. Eddie, would you mind scratching me back? <laughs> if that is poison ivy, Eddie, I'll eat your hat in Macy's window. 